I'm Logan. I'm Jess. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast for, I don't know, like four more episodes, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to hit 200, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So, uh, Ryan is not here, obviously. Um, I don't know when I'm going to put this up. I don't even know what episode number this will be yet, because he and I are going to record talking about the finale we're going to talk about the finale. I think Spencer wants to talk about the finale at some point. So, and then we'll probably do something else. Uh, just to like, hey, this is the show. Thanks, everybody. Um, so, our plans kind of got tossed in the wind thanks to, A, the surprise of like, oh, it's going to be a two-hour finale, which... I, especially after watching it, I didn't like that. Really? Well, I can't really say I didn't like, I mean, I didn't watch it live and I watched the last three back to back. So at that point, I was like so far on that ride that I was like, I need to know what happens. And so I was kind of glad that I was able to do that. But why, why didn't you like it um, being aired together? Did you want, did you need that break to like decompress? Yeah, so before I say anything, spoilers for the finale, which I guess if you like the show and at this point you haven't watched it, I mean, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It took us long enough to watch it. I don't know why anybody else would still be waiting. Um, And you can stream the entire last season on USA uh, for, I'm pretty sure for free. Like, I don't think you even have to have a cable login. Uh, You might. I don't think so, though. Um, But yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So the uh, 12th episode ends with the seeming death of the other Elliot. And you still think that they're in an alternate universe. Right. And I would have liked, which granted our podcasting stuff got because of the holiday, Ryan has been sick off and on my work schedule, yada, yada, yada. Like the podcasting thing has just gotten too complicated, but to be able to talk about the episode separately, had they aired separately would have been nice. It would have made me continue to look like an idiot because I was (laughs) still very much on the, like we're in an alternate universe and we're not. Um, But, it would have been fun to further dissect that. And then like you jump into the next episode immediately. And what, 20 minutes into the last episode, you're very much aware that our excellent even think it's 20 minutes. It might be like 10 minutes. It's at the wedding. Um, like you're, you just know that you're not in a real world. You're you're very much in the matrix in Elliot's head, whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I just I would have liked to had that discussion, which like I said, probably wouldn't have happened just because of the way we've been having to do things this last month, which sucks, but it is what it is. So um I don't know. I just it it was kind of 
that was like really the only disappointing thing for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I was ever really like disappointed because it, it was just like this giant roller coaster since I watched like the last three of them because they're definitely trying to like string you along and get you to buy into the, you know, multiple universes, white rose theory. And so like, it, it was kind of, I was like, is this really happening? And then I was like, am I disappointed that this is happening? If this is really happening? And, you know, I was like, kind of like going back and forth and arguing with myself. I'm like, this can't, this can't really be what's happening right now. Like, I really don't believe that they would truly end it this way as much as we thought it would be like awesome for that to happen or just because, you know, we love sci-fi. I just, I wasn't convinced they were going to do it. So I don't know, I guess like I, I felt notes of disappointment, but by the time it got through that final episode and got to the end, I was just like, this is so freaking brilliant. Like I can't even, so I I got over my disappointment. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I loved it. My only disappointment was that I didn't get to talk about them separately. We're kind of, which, like I said, probably would have happened anyway, just because our schedules got so jacked up. But I, I would have liked to been able to talk about them separately and not just as a whole. Uh, in fact, I even told Ryan, uh, I watched the the two the two parts, and I told him before he watched them. I said, "Hey, uh, I really think like." maybe we should talk about each episode individually. And he was like, but if I start one, I'm just going to like keep going, which he didn't. He watched, I think he watched them in parts. Um, but like, he's like, I'm, there's just, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to watch them both. You've already seen them. You'll know things that I don't know. And like, I mean, I get it, but like, there's very much a cliffhanger ending to an episode where it's just like, it would be fun to discuss just what ifs, you know, mm-hmm. like that. What are the consequences of that Elliot dying of us seeing our Elliot become like, not that he was ever like a quote, like all out nice guy, but he was a good person. Like he, he had a good heart and he tried to do things for the right reasons. And then like, he kills himself basically or allows himself to die or whatever. Like what are the consequences of like, did we just see the, it's the thing that everybody quotes now that two faced, uh, the Harvey Dent quote from the dark Knight. you know, mm. you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Like, did we just see that? <laughs> like that, that's crazy, you know, and he's just going to let him die. You know? And mm-hmm. Like, like I was so I, even I like I rewatched it uh, yesterday, uh, just the first part, and I was so like just emotional about that. I'm like, it's so, it's like what we saw in Legion, you know, like yes. we just saw the dude, but our, our hero just became the bad guy, and it is something that gets undone very quickly in the next episode just by the fact of like, none of this is what you think it is. And that's fine. But it's hard to have that conversation when you know none of it really matters. Or not that it doesn't matter, but it's not what you think it is. You know? Yeah, but it still happened. He still went there. I mean, he still did it. And 
at at his point in his mind and his mental state, he did not know that that was right. not legitimately like another universe. So, I mean, I think I think you can kind of in a lot of ways still have that conversation because I mean, he went there and I mean, I was I was shocked. I was like, "Oh my god." I was like, "He just he just killed himself." I was like, "This is very weird to think about in terms of like just how you need to mentally process that." But um it definitely and we've said this all season that he's he he's he had crossed a line like he, he did it with the uh oh the girl the the drug addict that he needed yep. like forget her name um but yeah like he had crossed it there and you know we were like that seemed like such a turning point for his character and I think this was another one of those turning points for that version of the character I mean he is he was spiraling yeah. out of control he was kind of going too far so. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree with you. Do you, so. Here's a question: Do you think it is not a cop out? Do you, like I don't know how to phrase it. Is it too easy that this version of Elliot that we've seen go too far now is not Elliot? Like, is that just an easy way out? <laughs> No, because it's our Elliot, as far as we're concerned. This is the person that we have followed the entire time. Although, I guess if we are Elliot, it, it gets very confusing to think about it. But... <laughs> that scene where they're sitting across the table, and he's just like, did you hear that? I'm like, what? I'm like, It's like you were talking to somebody. There it is again. I'm like, oh, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> what is going on? I was like, this is amazing. But as soon as that started happening, I think maybe, I don't know, pretty early on into that episode, I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's, I was like, that's him. You know, like that's a, that's another version of, of him. Like it was like, he's speaking to himself. Like I, I had, I had caught on quickly to the fact that um, there were going to be, there were going to be like two Elliot's, which I mean, I don't know, I guess they'd kind of been hinting at that and without like out exactly outright saying it, or maybe they did outright say it. I don't know. But like very early on, I, I just had that like revelation. I was like, oh my God, it's the same person. <laughs> 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 Which, duh, they're all the same people. <laughs> but yeah. It turns out none of the people we've seen in the last two and a half episodes were there at all. <laughs> Which explains all a the lot. With all the scenes with the mother. All of them, every single one, they were completely fabricated. That blew my mind. Except for the one in where he speaks to her in the home just right. before she dies. I was like, oh, I, and if, I guess maybe, should we have seen that coming once we had the revelation that the mother was another personality? I feel, I feel like so much was told to us, even at the end of like season one, like so much was told to us that we just had literally like no idea, like no conception of. Yeah, it's the, it's his like MO, like for the whole show, like uh -huh. everything you need to know is always right there. But you don't have the 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 right context, like. Mm -hmm. And if you go back with the right context, it's like, oh, that makes sense. It's. I think I've talked about this before. It's the the. Uh, are you a Harry Potter person? Yes. Okay. So, um, 
I never read the books. I just watched the movies. So I was not like in on any of the stuff. So by like the second movie comes out and I, I don't know that it's all about this battle with Voldemort. Like I, so I go see the second movie and I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like the same bad guy. Have you found a way to come back again? Like, this is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Like, how is he alive in a book? Like, <laughs> no, no, all of this is dumb. I, I hated that movie. And then you get to, is it the fourth one when you find out about the Horcruxes? No, they don't tell you about Horcruxes until book six. At some point, I, I only know mo- the movie <laughs> references. I can't remember which movie it is. It's the but sixth it's- they follow okay. the books pretty darn okay. closely. So, they actually end up omitting a lot of stuff. Anyways, we can debate Harry Potter later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 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 I almost called him Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wrong franchise. Try again. <laughs> uh, same character, different franchise. Um, but he <laughs> opens the drawer and the... Uh, uh, the book from uh, Chamber of Secrets is in there. It is. And like that's when he's explaining to Harry about the Horcruxes. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like as it totally reframes that entire film for me. I still don't think it's a great movie. But it reframes the entire structure of the film. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense now. <laughs> Yeah, if it's any consolation when you're reading the books or when or if you were reading for me, I I mean, I read all the books first and then then all the movies started coming out. Um, But like, I mean, you kind of have like the same feeling about the second book. And I don't feel like this came across well in the movies, but it did in the books. It was almost the running gag that they suspected Snape and Voldemort again. Like it was they kind of like played on it like oh really like didn't we learn our lesson it's that person (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) but you don't find out about that book until about horcruxes until the sixth book aka the sixth movie in the same exact scene with the same exact revelation so it does it makes it makes book two and movie two much more relevant if you will yeah so i i feel like this whole show is like an exercise in that like he knew well obviously because this is not jj abrams or carlton cuse or uh (laughs) the other dude that wrote lost like he, he knew the end like he i feel like this has been written since day one like there might be a lot of other stuff that, that filled in the gaps that, that just came about like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did this or this would be great. This would make for a good episode, whatever. But this specific ending has been in place since season one, obviously, because when we get to the wedding, like we um, at some point immediately jump to a scene from season one. Yes. So it's all been there the whole time you just didn't have the context. Like you had no idea what any of it meant. So, you know, like, Oh, it's cool. He's talking to the audience. No, he's not. (laughs) He's not talking to the audience. (laughs) He's talking to his damn self, (laughs) but even he doesn't realize like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's it's crazy. It's, It's kind of like, I, I need to go back 
and and rewatch it all again because that makes the scenes without our Elliot that might and and I don't know that there's really that many, but the one that stands out in my mind is the one with Vera when he came back at the end of is that season three or season two? When season he comes three. Yeah, so at the very end, and they're always like, well, well, who, you know, this whole season, it was who who really talked to Vera. It, we're the only ones that, like, witnessed that scene. I believe it's him talking straight into the camera at one point, is it not? I think so. Uh, yeah, and so, like, it, it's all there. He's, he's shown us everything. He was telling us everything. We just didn't get it, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty great and he, he even has christian slater like step in there at uh in the last episode and say i tried to show this to you at one point but like you just weren't ready for it yes and that makes a lot more sense now oh because like, uh, thinking about that dream sequence from season one or, or oh, whatever gosh. it is like i remember just like what the hell does any of this mean? Like, is this just like a drug induced, like whatever and everything. And you can buy into that. Cause it's like, well, yeah, I guess everything would be kind of crazy. The dude's on drugs and he's going through withdrawal. And so everything's just nutty and nothing's going to make any sense. But then like you reframe it with all of this information and a lot of it just does just fall into place, you know, like, that that dinner scene with them all at the table and it's like what is that about well i mean you know because he's in a he's in his own head all these people still exist there Mm -hmm. so and of course they all get along Mm -hmm. they're all just the best versions of themselves so um but his fantasies come to life it's yeah um Am I, I need to go back and watch it. I think Darlene is at the dinner table, though. But she winds up not existing in that world. But I guess we also don't know how many versions have been written. You know, it's kind of like The Matrix, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, things keep getting added and taken out to keep him stuck in this loop. So... Um, and God, it's so heartbreaking at the end when you find out that like when Darlene owns up to like, I, like I knew, I knew, but I also, you know, didn't have a relationship with that Elliot and this Elliot does want a relationship with me. And like, I just wasn't ready to let go of, you know, Mm-hmm. being part of that you know and risk going back to her i guess just reminding him so much of all of that shittiness that was his childhood which i get you know you are you do you have siblings i do yeah i've got a okay. younger brother so I, I mean even if you didn't have like a disastrous childhood like elliot did like and everybody kind of has their issues with however they were raised you get around your siblings and it just inevitably becomes like yeah this was messed up that was messed up why did this happen why did our parents do this why did our parents do that so it's kind of like a triggering thing i can't imagine how difficult it is when it's like yeah why did my dad rape me as a child 
you know, like, why would you want to be constantly be reminded of that when you see your sister, you know, like I threw myself out a window and, you know, trying to make sure that he didn't hurt you and wasn't going to hurt me anymore either. So like, I get that. And, but that just really sucks for her, you know, because she doesn't have, you know, she doesn't have that, not that it's okay that he has a mental break, but you know, he broke and escapes into his own reality and she never did that. So she's just constantly fighting it. So, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this show is so damn smart. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is. It is very, it's very impressively done because it, it did have you questioning down until literally down until like almost the end when um, Mr. Robot, clue, like it was Mr. Robot, Krista, someone clues you in. No, it's Mr. Robot. He said that th- he's like, this world isn't real. And then, you know, you go back and do the whole like F society walk down memory lane thing. Yeah, I, I I love the Krista stuff too. It was mm-hmm. a nice way to bring her back into it without having to bring that character back into it, you mm-hmm. know. And and it, and also kind of a matrixy nod of like you're only going to accept this information from this person, so yeah. this is who you're going to see, you know. So let me break it all down. Here's the it, it's one of the maybe two instances in this show where you're you're literally being sat down and given exposition because this is the way it has to happen. Like mm-hmm. once is in a voiceover with Mr. Robot uh, earlier this season. And then I think this one is the second one. But uh, there's no other way to. To really get that information like you can't have Elliot tell it to you because at this point you can't trust anything that Elliot says. Like by the time you get to that, he's just completely unreliable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we find out why he has been so unreliable the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. He's not the, the prime version or real version or however you want to, I don't even know how to properly say that host version that sounds too much like Westworld anyway I don't just, yeah, and it's, it's it so would weird. be weird to go to because they, they basically just labeled our Elliot as the mastermind but it mm-hmm. were, it's just too weird to go back and reframe it as like the mastermind and then Elliot because you just get confused yeah. so yeah um, so uh, that scene with Dom where, uh, which I really enjoy. Uh, I was glad she got to step back into it too. as a completely different character, basically, but still, it was fun. Yeah. Um, she looks at his license and she's like, "Is this a joke? Like, I asked for your ID. This is not you." Um, do you think that that's Sam trying to tell us? That like the who we're seeing as Elliot also is like he doesn't look exactly like that either because obviously the other personalities all do look different even if one of them is a version of Elliot. Uh, you know I don't know I I kind of was debating this back and forth and 
I, I understand exactly why the the very end and the very last scene had to be like what it was, but I almost I, I was like waiting to see if they would if they would show us that that glimpse of what he quote like really looks like. Um, but I don't I don't know. I keep debating back and forth because we have I mean we have like the little Elliot version and I mean recasting aside, it is supposed to be the same the same boy. Right, right. You know, that he was. I mean, I think it made sense of why I mean, knowing he came from an abusive family, like why his mother became like the persecutor personality. And then, I mean, the father becomes the protector personality. So I can see how he in his head, he that's why I feel like the alternate reality stuff is like kind of important to the portrayals because, yes, like that's his fantasy of what of what he thinks normal people should be. But the fact that it's still Rami Malek playing Elliot, I, I think, I think is, is the final nod to say, I, I think it might be the same person because he talks about how he dreams he was a cyber criminal and doing all of this, you know, vigilante hacker by night, like all of these like romanticized ideas, which, which, which kind of makes sense that, that maybe, you know, the quote, real, real version of Elliot would, would have these like fantasies to like build up this personality in his mind. Um, because I think, doesn't Angela at one point, and I think it's in this like trip in season one talks, it says he's like a month old or something like that. Something weird. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I think that, which again now makes perfect sense. Right. (laughs) Right. It makes so much more sense now. Um, so I guess all that to say is I think I'm back in the camp of he still looks the same. He just yeah. isn't the same. Yeah I, yeah, I think I'm there too. I think it's more just of like that's a early uh, like start cluing people into this is not what you think it is. Yeah. You know? Even though like the it cascades from there like very quickly. You know, he goes on the run. Uh, fun chasing, uh, you know, <laughs> like, and I, I guess at that point, if you still think that things are what you think they are, then maybe you're just not paying attention. Cause like you're on the run, but you're still going to go to your wedding. Like, I'm, I'm like, how, if we were in an alternate universe, like, how is this all going to play out? Right. You know? Right. It's not. <laughs> like, there's it's no not. way it can. Like, that's a whole other, like, three or four seasons of, like, this this other, you know, universe and him being on the run and trying to get back to Angela. And, you know, for me, the saddest part, though, is, like, I, I still want to believe. And we don't know that White Rose's machine wouldn't have worked. <laughs> we just know <laughs> that they stopped it. Um, but like, so they're, they're all dead. Like Angela is still dead, you know? Uh, uh, um, God, Gideon is dead. Uh, like all, just all those people there, there, there's no coming back price who for the majority of this show was only like, he was bad guy. Number two, you know, like he was, and turned out to be kind of a hero of the story. Like he's dead. You know, why Rose is dead, you know, mm-hmm. killed yeah. herself 
believing that that she was going to usher in a better world. Like, how? That's some mon- maniacally insane like belief that I can't even fathom. <laughs> I know I can't either. Like, it's 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 insane. Um, which which I which I think was maybe the point I, I don't know maybe it wasn't I mean we don't really know all we know is that you know that supposedly there wasn't enough space in Washington Township or enough power or whatever it was I forget exactly what White Rose said um, to have the machine properly work even though she turned it on anyway so if they had actually moved it to the Congo I don't know who knows maybe it Maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't have. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, like, did Elliot stop, like, because he wouldn't buy in to White Rose's plan? Or were they all right that White Rose's plan was just bullshit? Like, she was just, like, so heartbroken, grief-stricken, so far gone that, you know, it it's... It, a super villain thing. It, it, it's a Lex Luthor thing, you know. You have so much money and so much power that, like, there's nobody to stand in your way and go, no, this is a stupid idea. It'll never work. Like, you have, you do not have the science to back this up. Like, so, no, we're, we're not going to pursue this. But because she had all this money and power and all this just belief in this that you know she was going to follow through and it was never going to work so i don't know it's it's a lot to think about it is a lot to think about and we will never know the answer but yeah it was Uh, well done down and down until the end it did have you second guessing which i think was just the whole point but yeah uh i told ryan after he finally watched it uh I said I, I'm, I was also a little disappointed that it didn't turn out to be like this sci-fi story disguised as this very real drama, which I would have enjoyed. I, no matter how it played out, I would have been happy. But I'm very happy the way it did. What I am amazed by is that we talked about very early on this being a superhero kind of story like Elliot sees himself as this kind of superhero and then we get here uh four and a half years later and that that's actually what it turns out to be is a superhero story (laughs) down to like the fake Elliot whatever imagining himself as a superhero creating like his outfit um I, I mean it's almost like a realistic version of what you've seen, like the, the Tubby Maguire Spider-Man where he's like drawing himself like a costume or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, only it's not an outlandish, like garish thing. It's just a black hoodie that he pulls up over his head or whatever, you know, but he created a superhero persona and then he- followed through with that. <laughs> He did, just in a very real way. See, but I, like, kind of appreciate the realism of the entire show. Oh, yeah. And I feel like flipping that switch at the very end would have done it a disservice in, in a lot of ways. 
So I, I'm kind of glad at the end of the day. I like that they strung us along. Actually, like I think I think it I think it was fun, um, and I like that we were second guessing it even right down to the very end. But um, I think keeping it grounded in that kind of like split personality realm that that is you know can be like a, a realistic scenario and or me- at least somewhat medically explained uh, yeah you know and ryan talked about he's talked about this before i think and i'm sure he'll talk about it when whenever me and him get around to talking uh probably this weekend but uh two years ago actually two years ago this past month uh he was in the hospital and very much in a coma and like just we were dealing with all of that stuff and like after watching the episode he was like yeah that's what that's what being in a coma was like it was like i've lived in like a fake world like even if i knew things like oh well that's crazy that's not real he was like it still felt like it was really happening Mm. like that's so it's even that stuff is very grounded in reality that mm-hmm. like even the non-reality exactly um uh, I, I just yeah bl- absolutely blown away in their ability to land this and still like up until like at what 10 minutes like i said 10 minutes into the finale like trying not trying to pull the wool over eyes but very much have us like you said second guessing everything like is this really happening what's going on where are we there's two of them he just killed himself what you know and just have no idea what's going and still land the ship and actually have it be satisfying um i wrote something for Spencer's new website, uh, supermassivepop.com, about how 2019 wound up being a year of endings. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the end of a decade, yeah. But, but, like, so much stuff ended last year that, like, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff did not come to a satisfying conclusion. (laughs) A lot of it did not. Um, uh, Were you, are are you a Game of Thrones person? Nope. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you are. A lot of people were angry. I have less problems with it because I was never that emotionally invested in the show. I was just like, oh, once they started killing off characters just to kill them off, it was like, oh, you like this guy? We're going to kill him. I was like, yeah, not really getting involved in this because somebody's going to die every other week that I care about. Like, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to care. Like, I'm just going to shut myself off from it. (laughs) Um, So it was not as big a thing for me as it was for everybody else. But, like, it definitely wasn't, like, an extremely satisfying conclusion. I loved Legion, and I know we talked about it, and I don't have a ton of issues with the way that show ended, but I don't love that there's not any real resolution to, hey, you were the bad guy. Like, you, you actually <laughs> wound up being the bad guy, and now it's just supposed to be... uh okay because like oh well i mean i was 
trying to be the good guy. I just don't know how to be a good guy. And it still doesn't really make it okay. Um, we rewrote our history. It's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> without spoiling anything, Star Wars has some similar themes where it's just like, okay, well, I mean, if you've seen the trailers, you know a certain character comes back and it says like, oh, he was the bad guy the whole time. <laughs> okay, that just seems out of nowhere. Um, whatever. Uh, just a lot of stuff I was not really that satisfied. And a lot of stuff just got canceled where I'm like, oh, so I don't get an end to that thing either. So, you know, it was not a very satisfying series of conclusions. But this show... I, I think this show and Preacher, which I know I don't, you didn't watch Preacher, did you? No, I didn't. I'll I go think, back one of these days. But it, it's so good. It's so much fun. Um, very much came to like maybe not the conclusions that I wanted, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least you knew how to end the show. Like this was very obviously the ending you envisioned, and you never wavered from that. So. Uh, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Taking a drink. Oh. Not well, Coke, not a actual drink. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed since you were at work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they let me drink at work, it'd be a whole different like. <laughs> Oh, that I would passed be out on my keyboard by 1 a.m. though. Not seriously, you wouldn't be able to sustain that. <laughs> um, non Mr. Robot related, have you seen? But definitely Rami Malek related. Have you seen the trailer for Bond? So I haven't seen the trailer, but I know that he's the villain, and I'm so excited. And he does trailer. It's so. It's so much fun, but I'm worried that we're not going to get to see him be. Like, are are you into the Bond stuff at all? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't call myself like a diehard fan, but I've watched all of the modern era ones, okay. like going back to like Pierce Brosnan and all of okay. that. Oh, I'm just might. worried that. We're not going to, we're going to get a typical like, oh, well, he was not as much fun as we had hoped. Star Wars is bad about that too. Like the villains always wanted to be in, in the trailers. It's like, oh my God, I can't wait to see that. And then you get to the movie and it's like, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks fun and creepy and like, it's just, he it looks like he's having a good time playing like not this, uh, you know, broken hearted kind of sad character, but it's still like, how it worries me so much. Cause bond definitely has a history of like the villains being kind of a letdown, like all this buildup. And it's just like, Oh man, you know, especially the last couple of movies, uh, they wasted, um, God, what's his name from inglorious bastards. Yes. You know, he was such a waste in that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I didn't mind. I haven't minded the Daniel Craig ones. They've been decent. I liked them. I just wish the villains were 
villains are more, a bit. Yeah, like there was just more to hold on to. But they always keep them in the shadows, so it makes it difficult to get a lot of, like, you know, emotional connection to them. So, but maybe this one will be different. If only because, like, uh, Rami Malek. So I'm already down for whatever he's doing. I know, um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I was going to ask about something else. Oh, Darlene. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking with Spencer offline about some of this stuff. Uh, A, if she does not get some some kind of recognition, because I feel like, well, they all deserve it. But Christian Slater, we've talked about, and Rami Malek, we've talked about ad nauseum for the last four and a half years. And they've <laughs> certainly got their, their awards. Like, it, yeah. I, there's no question. But I feel like she has gone absolutely under the radar with what she's been doing, especially if you look at it as a whole, Um, because there's a lot of the early stuff where we're just like, what the hell's wrong with Darlene? Like, why is Darlene like this? What's going on with Darlene? And then, like, you, here we are at the finale, and it's just like, even if she didn't know, like she was playing it perfect the entire time. Like, and maybe she did know for all, you know, for all we know, uh, there were three or four people maybe since the beginning that knew how it was going to turn out. But, you know, she was very like instrumental in selling all of this crap to us without us even knowing it. You know, like a lot of what Elliot does, we buy because Darlene buys it. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And I mean, we find out in the end, which I mean, she's buying it because she she wants to. I mean, it's not she's not I mean, she's not like buying it. I mean, she straight up knows that it's not the same person. And I mean, she can I mean, she can tell you. I mean, she can tell when he switch when he switches personalities. That's for sure. But you even you finally get more nods to the fact that she can tell between him and Mister Robot. I feel like way more in seasons three and four than you ever did in two and one, where it, they were trying to keep you know us the audience in the dark for as long as possible. And so I feel like they purposely had her acting as though like she was in the dark as well. So, I mean, I feel, I feel like it, it worked to kind of keep us on board. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think the actors actually knew? Do you think, or do you think that's something that Sam kept pretty close to his vest? He probably <laughs> kept it close to his vest. Um, I, I probably more in uh, line with like him directing her a certain way. Like, yeah. well, maybe play it like this. Or, like like you were saying, play it like you... Want, even once you know that they're two separate people, once the audience knows, there's still very much a lot of scenes where Darlene plays it as if they're, uh, you know... Or not, I said two separate. Well, you know they're the same person. She's playing it as if they are two separate people so yeah yeah and i mean 
that's got to be interesting. Just thinking about like Darlene as a character of having to do that and kind of play off of the fact that she probably can tell all along that at the very least two of the personalities are, are interchanging on a regular basis, him and Mr. Robot. And already she knows that Elliot's not the real Elliot. And so it's very interesting, I think, like for her as a character to know that and then like to play as if she doesn't know they're two different people and like sell that back to Elliot or back to Mr. Robot or whoever it was was in control. Yeah. She's just, she's so freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and that character as a whole is just written so well acted so well it's just this like perfect storm of everything um like if you go back and listen to our discussions in season one there are a lot of times where we're just like very hard on darlene and like it's not until like late probably late in season three and a lot of season four we're like oh well yeah like her life is maybe more messed up than Elliot's. So, and and she's not really had a way to, to deal with it. <laughs> so, um, um, I just, I hope she gets the recognition she deserves. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so too. Um, I'm sure she'll land on her feet somewhere doing something cool, but. Um, <sighs> yeah. So, Final thoughts. We should just wrap it up. So I don't want to keep you up too late. <laughs> yeah. Final, final thoughts. Oh, man. It just, well, that had to be final. I mean, but you know. But, I mean. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, I just I just keep going back like to the way that they they did the the reveal, I guess, and the way they um, kind of brought us forward. I mean, even down to. Um, I, f- I forget if it was through all of the finale, like both episodes or just one of them where he starts talking to us again, us, the audience, or if it were, if it was like later in the second half of the finale, but it worked really well, you know, cause he was talking to us and trying to explain everything back to us, like as the audience, or I guess as, as Elliot, as the real Elliot. And so I just really enjoyed like how they how they wove in the dialogue with the scenes that were happening and like just the way like the way that that it was that it was filmed where like you're seeing like the tunnel of like all of the it felt very speed force i hate to keep bringing up the flash but that's what it always reminds me of um where you have like the tunnel like everything that's happened like it's almost like i don't you know like he's He's like, hey, you know, you've you've witnessed all of this. You've been watching all of this, you know, like kind of take it all in. And then you like you're going towards that bright light. And, you know, eventually you you emerge back out like into the into the real world. And and Darlene, you know, has the the final line. I just the way the way it was done, the reveal and, and really until she said it, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I was like, but I don't really get what's happening. I'm like, oh, that looks like an eyeball. Oh, that is an eyeball. And then she's like, hello, Elliot. And I was like, oh, my God, that was so awesome. I don't know. Like, I just it took till the very end for me to fully, fully get it. If that makes sense. But I, I loved I loved the way that it was done. 
Yeah, I need. I I haven't rewatched the final episode. Um, I've. I don't know. It's like I can't bring myself to do it until, like I'm. Like I have to be ready for it because I'm just not like <laughs> I'm gonna watch it end again. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Um, but yeah, the I did really love that scene. It, it's it's a very. Have you ever seen two thousand one? Uh, if I don't actually think I have. I'm trying. I don't think I have. Maybe there, I have. There's a scene at the end of the movie that's very much like that. And I, I definitely think it's something he was conscious of when when they're doing it. Like I, I don't think he's ever shied away from like, of course, like all of the things you think are references or homages or whatever, they are. They absolutely are 100%. Like there's a ton of Back to the Future stuff in these oh, last yeah. two episodes. Oh like, my gosh. I, I mean, when he's wandering through that town square, like it's very Back to the Future. <laughs> Like, it just, like, you know, it, it just is. So, like, I, I feel like it's definitely, like, a 2001 thing. If you ever watch it, you'll. it's a very long movie with not a ton of dialogue. So, if you're not impressed by, like, cinematography, it's difficult to make it through. Because you're like, eh, I don't know what's going on. Nobody's telling me anything. Um, <laughs> but it looks fantastic. Um but yeah, there's a shot very similar to that. And you just like come out the other side, except when you come out the other side, it's, it's even more effed up than what you've just been watching. You're like, what? But uh, okay. like this, I did like that. Like you come out the other side as like, you're, it's like, we're being born as Elliot. Yeah. So like, oh, here, now you're in the real world. Now you're back. So, and everything that happened, happened. You have to find a way to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that we don't get to see any of that. Like, I think it definitely would have been false to move anywhere past us waking up as the real Elliot or, or whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah. Anything past that is just false. Like, you have to let that be its own thing and just never know, you know, fill in the blanks. Um, I, I, yeah, it feels weird to be at the end of all of this. Um, I mean, on one hand, it's like great because it is exactly what it needed to be. But also it was a thing that we discussed a lot for the last four and a half years and not that there's not more to discuss like I feel like this is definitely a show that can be watched and rewatched and rewatched and dissected and because it's just that good but like we're at the end we have all the answers we're ever going to have I don't think Sam Esmail is uh, uh, God, what's her name that wrote the Potter movies or the books and movies. J.K. <laughs> Rowling. Rowling. Um, uh, who's in a lot of hot water, but we won't talk about that. Um, but she keeps like adding, you know, like, oh, hey, by the way, this. Oh, hey, by the way, that. Oh, hey, I confirm or deny this fan theory or 
I, he just doesn't strike me as that person. No, but no I, I wrote what I wrote. It's a piece of art, and it's up to you to interpret what is and isn't there. Like, whatever's there is there, and you're not going to get any more. Like, the comic book we thought we were going to get, that's never going to happen. So <laughs> there's probably not going to be any more stories in this universe. We're just done. And, like, that's, you know, sad, but also, you know, kind of liberating. So... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Was there was there any any answer that you uh, that you didn't get that you wish you got? I mean, other than was White Rose right? <laughs> I don't know that I either. I don't know that any answer because the answer is either yes or no. I don't know that either one of those is satisfying. <laughs> I think not knowing is kind of may be better it is you know uh, because if white rose wasn't right then like it's really difficult to see her as the villain she really really is if she is right it's also really difficult to see her as the villain that she really really is because it's either a very sad story of somebody who completely lost their way or this like very real story of somebody who was going to change the world and Elliot stopped it yeah so like either way it's just not good <laughs> so yeah. guess it's just better not knowing um there's some some stuff with Darlene, I would have liked to know more of her her side of things. You know, yeah. like, got more in her head. But, um, again, like, I, I, don't, I don't think not knowing those things ultimately takes away from her character. Because by the time we got to the end, like, I was very much a Darlene person. Whereas I definitely wasn't uh, early on. Like, this chick's just crazy. Um, <laughs> like, it's her fault that Elliot's like this. Like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's... Um, so, I, I mean, I would have liked to seen some of that, but I understand why we didn't. Um, what about you? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Not, not really, really. I mean, we we got the answer that you know we were always like oh I want more information you know about the mom because we didn't you know didn't even think to know that we needed to ask questions about the dad the whole time and and so I think the revelation that all of the scenes that we saw were basically with her except for the one where we see her in real life were basically figments of his imagination it was that that other personality um is kind of enough of an answer, but there's, you know, there's always like that part of me that's like, Oh, but what was that woman? Like, what was she really like? You know, like, I mean, we know what the dad was like and that's horrifying and nobody needs to see that portrayed, but <laughs> I, I, I am still a little curious about the mother and, and what were her, what her story was and how just how that can all happen. Like how that happens. But, yeah. And, and, I am absolutely amazed. I know you said it, that how completely grounded it all winds up being 
down to like when he has that uh, confrontation again with the imaginary Krista, like she frames it very much in a, uh, a DID, you know, personality. Uh, like there's no uh, bombastic, oh, you have split personalities, you know, nothing like it. it's all very clinical mm-hmm. and all very realistic. And, you know, like what would happen to a woman who found out that her husband was molesting his children or at least one of his children, mm-hmm. uh, possibly, probably both. Um, well, I mean, she, you know, if she loved her kids and loved her husband, it, it might shut her down. Yeah. Like, and, and that's what happened. Like, we're like, when we see her in, in that, uh, catatonic state or whatever, we're like, what happened? Well, I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. She lost her mind. So, you know, I, it would emotionally kill anybody that truly, truly cared. You know, how, how do you reconcile any of that? You know, this person you love did this horrible thing to these two other people you love. And horrible is not even a good, like, that's not even a horrible enough word for it. Like, there's not a word bad enough for that. So how do you reconcile that, you know, that you love somebody that did something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a dark, twisted show, but it's great. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it wound up being so much darker than we ever thought. So much stronger yeah. than I ever thought. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. Some of the some of those scenes, even that we saw this past season, knowing all of that information, are just going to be that much harder to watch on the yeah. like rewatch. But, yeah, it might be a while before I can rewatch this show. Yeah, I might need some time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're not done discussing. Or I'm not. Uh, obviously I'll let you know when we're recording, you're always welcome to talk about it with us. Uh, Ryan and I are definitely going to talk about it. And Spencer, like I said, I know he wants to, it's just a matter of scheduling all. Hopefully we're in the new year. All our schedules will be much better. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we're not, we're not done yet. Um, we've got at least two, maybe three more episodes of, uh, dissecting it with different people. Um, and then I don't know what we're going to do as a big finale, but we'll figure something out and, uh, we'll let everybody know, uh, follow us at Mr. Robot podcast on, uh, Twitter, Mr. Robot podcast at gmail.com. Um, everything else we do is over at xwingfiles.com, which has been kind of quiet lately, but mostly because of holiday sickness schedules, it always sucks at the end of the year. So, um, but we're figuring it out. Uh, and you're getting ready to start back up, uh, podcasting. Well, y'all already started back up. Y'all started with crisis, right? Yeah, we did. So we, we came back, uh, to talk all about crisis, mostly just covering, um, like from the, you know, legends of tomorrow angle. Um, but yeah, it returns in a few weeks and that that'll technically be our premiere, even though it's not really our premiere, but we'll be back after that. It's exciting. Well, good deal. Go check that out, especially if you like the Arrowverse shows, especially if you like um, Legends of Tomorrow, which 
I'm excited. I cannot wait for that show to be back. <laughs> it it should be fun. It should be fun this year. I don't know if oh, and it's tomorrow's legends. I don't know if I've mentioned it on podcasts before, but <laughs> that is the name of the podcast if you're looking for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely go check it out. You're gonna need something to listen to because after episode 200, I'm pretty sure we're done. <laughs> we're closing <laughs> the book on this. Uh, there there will be other things, but we're closing the book on this. Preacher's done. Legion's done. We're not even gonna talk anymore about American Gods. So. Okay. <laughs> That that show has just turned into a nightmare. You didn't watch it, right? I did not. Okay. Like, I didn't get into season two, but I know season three is coming. And apparently this company that's producing it, like, there's just this shit storm coming for them. Like, they fired people based on race. And oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. That's uh, not yeah, so I'm like, well, I'm done with that. <laughs> like, I'm not supporting any of that. Not even, I'm not even negatively going to talk about it. I'm just done. So yeah. that's probably for the better. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we're going to close the book after 200. Um, although I am excited about Lock and Key. So, yes, I've been catching be up on the books. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, I. So- might have to make an appearance on that podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> hell, if I can't recruit anybody else, it might be me and you doing a lock and key podcast. <laughs> okay. I might be down for that, but I got to wait for Legends to finish if that's sure. at all possible. It's it's going out on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they'll just all be out there. It'll just be us talking about it whenever the hell we have to. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd, be, I'd totally be down for that. <laughs> I need to reread those. I gotta put them on my Kindle so I can reread them. So that's, that's what I'm book. slowly amassing. I've finished volu- volumes one and two. I'm just buying the big like volumes. So I just downloaded three tonight. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. Stay tuned. Anything I do, uh, it'll be uh, over on XWingFiles.com, and we'll tweet about it. So no worries there. Um, so. Keep listening. We got at least a few more episodes, and uh, I'll see you guys soon. I'll, like I said, Jess, I'll let you know whenever we're recording. You're always welcome. So. All right. Well, yeah. bye, everybody. <laughs>